You are now tuning into Love Frequency, where love grows. So let's go. Welcome, and thank you for checking in before you check out. I'm Naya, your host and favorite love advocate. And tonight's vibe is going to be just a little bit different because I'm sliding into y'all's DMs. Okay, not really. But I am here to offer perhaps a different viewpoint because this cuffing season, we need to break some patterns if we truly want to get back out there and date again. It's getting bad out here, y'all. So I really want to shed some light on the situation from a love frequency perspective. But first, how are you? On a scale of one to five, how do you feel? Let go of the bullshit from your day for a second. See, it's so much easier to receive this message that I'm about to share. So how is your spirit? So recently I was thinking about dating and more specifically dating during a global pandemic. Because in times like these, you got to be creative and quickly adapt to meeting new people in a virtual space. I feel like now more than ever, online platforms, social media, whatever you want to call them, they've increased in how important they really are when it comes to meeting new folks for a couple reasons safety and convenience safety because one i think every first date should be virtual but two we're in a global pandemic really and convenience because it just makes sense and dating apps aren't for everybody so contrary to popular opinion there are a large number of people out there making the first move on social media so Think about that next time you fix your lips to say, oh, social media ain't that serious. For some people, it might be. Employers use it to screen people. Potential connections are inspired there. And since social media has become such a valuable tool, we're going to talk about 10 different DM types from a love frequency perspective. So maybe you'll know how to respond next time. The idea for this episode was inspired by an article written by Ebony Renee Baker for Flare.com entitled How to Slide in the DMs. The first five come from this article, and I will include that link in my show notes if you want to read it in its entirety. But the other five, those are my personal experiences. I've also noticed that The different people that have talked about this, it's often from the position of the receiver, the one getting the message. So I want to take a look at this from both, from the perspective of the receiver and the perspective of the sender. So let's go ahead and dig in. The first DM type is called the emoji overload. So this is someone who apparently Uh, likes to reply to your stories and they just send a whole bunch of emojis to the receiver mm, I say I (laughs) I don't see anything wrong with this I really don't 
I feel like this could be a person who simply is nervous and either they hope you'll make the next move or at the very least, they just want to see if there's some interest. I mean, I can also understand why you'd be kind of not engaged if it's excessive. Showing all that attention is somehow not the intended response of whatever you posted to your story. If y'all don't stop with that, one, you secretly love the attention. And two, it's endearing. Isn't this what you want in love? Someone to notice you, show interest. What might happen if you reach back out? And if it is over the top, then say that. To the person who sent this message, baby, I want to say thank you for your bravery. But I have to ask you also, why? Do you genuinely like what they've posted and it's not personal? Okay. Or are you nervous to take that next step? And I can understand that too, but how will you ever get what you truly want? So say that next time. Are you unsure if they're single? Ask. Are you in a situation and you trying to warm up your plan B? Get the fuck on with that. Keep your damn emojis. The next DM type is called the money offer. And the DM reads, Hello, I've stumbled upon your profile and found out you are so beautiful. I'm ready to spoil you with all I have, hon. I'm not here for anything sexual or relationship. I'm a rich man and I choose to do whatever I want. I will be giving you allowance of 500 every week on if you are interested. Just let me know. No, ain't nothing real about this. I'm not even going to play with this one. This is stupid. I'm, I'm moving forward. Spam next. All right. So this next one is called the creeper. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, let me read to y'all what this one says. This DM message says, Hey there, you don't know me, but I found your profile on Tinder and had to talk to you. You are fucking gorgeous. Like, God damn it. Can you take a bad photo? Crazy. And scene. For the receiver, I'm really starting to see why people don't put themselves out there. (laughs) Are y'all angry? (laughs) Legitimately, my first thought was, damn, that's persistence. Okay. Because if you found me on Tinder, which is a dating platform, it has its own inbox. You would think the conversation would take place there. But also, if you've ever had a Tinder account, you know that there are many messages that go ignored and unanswered. So what if this person was just so interested that they went searching for you? What you call creepy could also be considered being pursued. And we take a true act of endearment and we minimize it because it makes us uncomfortable. Now, I'm not saying this isn't odd or out of place because I don't know the backstory, but let's just say that you are not interested And they had messaged you on Tinder. 
but you ain't say shit back. Then they found you on social media. That's your fault, baby. You're not communicating clearly what you want and don't want. So if you don't like somebody, tell them so that they can invest all that good energy and effort into somebody who is ready to be pursued. Because you're not. I cannot believe they called this poor creepy. Whew. We put too many assumptions on simple messages and we could be missing out. Now to the sender. Okay, you did the research. You wanted to make sure you possibly weren't being catfished. I give you points for that. Or maybe you've been ghosted far too many times on that damn dating site and you wanted to take matters into your own hands. High five. Very nice. But if you're going to take this route, maybe we focus less on the looks and more on the energy behind your efforts. Now, don't get me wrong. Compliments, I think, are a great intro but should not be the focus of the first conversation. Remember, you only get one time to make a first impression. I know this might be strange, but originally I saw you on Tinder. But let me tell you why I had to find you. You are gorgeous, but it's not just your looks. There was something about you that just pulled me and I had to learn more. I hope I'm not being too forward, but I'm just really drawn to you. And I would love the opportunity to get to know you more or or something like that. I'm just saying, I mean, a little something. The next DM type is called the super sexual DM. So I'm going to just go ahead and get into it. It reads a little something like this. All right. I would love to give you a compliment and call you beautiful, but beauty is in the inside and I haven't been inside you yet. What? To the receiver? Let me come back to you, baby. To the sender? Really? (laughs) Really? You weren't going to make this one easy. Okay. Okay. Okay, so let's say, I got it. Let's say this was in an attempt to make somebody laugh, right? Obviously that failed. Don't ever do that shit again. Nobody wants that. Nobody. Okay. Back to you, baby. To the receiver, block they ass. On to the next. We are now at the fifth DM type and the last DM type for this episode. I'm saving my favorite, my my fave five for the next episode. But we are going to go into the deep question. So I got to get into character for this one. Dude. Hold on, wait. That dude could have been so much better. Dude. Oh, maybe I could drag it. Cool. Okay, I got it. Dude, I don't want to slide into your DMs, but I got to ask, like, what's your take on existential crises? Like, how do people consistently freak out over this shit? Uh, I I feel like you're a good person to have a deep chat with. To the receiver, I'm not going to lie. I get this one more often than not. 
and maybe this person is responding to something that I've posted or a previous post or maybe they were reaching out just in general let's say that I feel like this is a person that's really trying to reach out to find a common interest to engage in a more thoughtful conversation than hey beautiful I don't find it anything fucking offensive about this y'all do too much I so to this I really I I don't understand the problem I oh, either there isn't enough depth or there is too much I just I can't to the sender I will say what a great question I actually had to look up the term because while I'm familiar with the subject I've never referred to it by that name thanks for the new vocab word and fuck whoever you sent this to. I know y'all might have expected something a little bit different for me to come on in here and dig in their asses, but I salute most of the effort. It's become so damn difficult to make the first move, to be vulnerable. So I think the problem is us. Our inability to see beyond what we think we know about someone's intentions. Even my interpretation of these messages is debatable. But why do we often default to the negative position? The only theme I see in all of this is our continued inability to communicate our likes and dislikes directly. And more specifically, we have an issue with having uncomfortable conversations. And I think we need to take a look at that. I see many of you out there more reflective, creating, traveling, experiencing, growing, even among the losses. I know even more of you are ready for love. It's your season. But we have to become better communicators. Closed mouths don't get fed. Closed minds don't manifest greatness. So how can you tell somebody what you want if you can't tell someone what you don't want? More to the point, nobody should have to fucking guess. Open your mouth. A message to the sender and the receiver. Hey loves, I am wondering, how many of you were thinking about your last DM? Don't lie, I know some of y'all want to go look and to read to see how you responded. What grade would you give yourself? Did you get an A plus? You feel like you do very well. You're very direct in your communication or you got some work to do. You scored an F. Did you fail? I'm going to tell you, I think I'm at a D. A C or a D. I'm getting better is what I'm trying to tell y'all. Get out my business. Now, I don't get a lot of DMs, but the ones I do, you know, I could definitely be a little bit more direct. And as always, if you know of someone that needs to check in before they DM, send them my way. Ooh, and now that you're in the giving mood, write this down too. Can you please rate Love Frequency on the different platforms that you're listening to? If you're on Spotify, if you are on Apple, wherever you are listening to Love Frequency, give us five stars, give us likes, share our platform, spread this love. Because we are the podcast where love grows. We are the podcast where love is the problem and the solution. And I want to thank Flair.com and Ebony Renee Baker for that great article. Until next time, I love you.